Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Barry the Boater rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Rusty uh, at a boat show. We'll hear about that here in a couple weeks. Uh, a little localized boating event that he hopes to sell some boats uh, at, and uh, he doesn't have time to talk to us. Can you blame him? Or maybe he just doesn't really want to talk to us, which could be uh, it could be either or. So, uh, but regardless. We'll, we'll let him off the hook uh, this week. So Patrick is steering the ship, and he has been working feverishly with uh, one and two to pull up some cool stuff for us to ramble about today. So Yeah, and uh, let it be known that when it comes to steering yeah. uh, the ship that is the World of Boating right. radio show, mm-hmm. We will always have a ship's wheel. There will be no joystick steering whatsoever. Okay. Now or in the future. He doesn't like people messing with his stick, so he just won't allow one. No on joystick the steering. We we are we actually are, Yeah. What he is piloting the ship. Piloting, okay. All right, we'll go with that. Whatever. Steering. But uh so so what is your point? Do you have one? Other than you just wanted to state that for the record or what? Just stating it for the record. That's why I said, let it be known. Okay. It is now known. So you are at the wheel or at the helm. And uh, which way shall you spin it? Well, I want to start off uh, this episode, if you will. Um, Boat shows. Mm -hmm. Boat show season is fast approaching. Okay. Um, Even though we are... Well into the 2019 model year, the first big boat show of the year will be occurring in, in just a couple months. That Fort be, Lauderdale. That'll be Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. That will then be followed by, I believe it's going to be New York, and then Miami. Okay. We'll go with those three, sure. Again, in the middle of the production year, but that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you're planning on going to a boat show... Really some, I guess, maybe do's and don'ts, probably more don'ts um, than anything else. And also maybe some questions to ask the uh, sales teams that are present at the uh, boat manufacturer's booths. I have a question. Uh-huh. Why don't the boat manufacturers change their production year to uh, match the boat shows? Wouldn't Why? that be easy? They've been doing the boat shows more regularly during those time of years than their manufacturing why is it in the middle I, of the production year? i can't answer that well see this is why i'm here to ask these intelligent no, but i'm telling questions. you i can't answer it because well, i you had that when, when, you enter, when you enter into the boating industry boat manufacturing mm-hmm. that is one of the first classes that you have to take that is one of the first pieces of paper that you have to sign where you swear you are sworn to secrecy as to why boat manufacturers do their product introduction or new boats in the middle of the calendar year and don't coincide with, I would say, 
what what would we consider to be the biggest domestic boat show? Would it be Lauderdale, New York, or Miami? Miami. Okay. So I would say Lauderdale. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. and i'm not even gonna count new york because it's the middle of winter and there's no boats in the water but at least with you know miami and fort lauderdale you have boats in the water new york is a good one but i i think it should i think from here on out it should be mandated that if there is a boat show going on boats need to be in the water agreed and and, you know the thing about new york the 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 claim to fame of the new york boat show of course it's a nice big uh boat show but it's not nearly as big as fort lauderdale or miami well no but it's the the first one of the year the calendar year usually yeah but again in the middle of the production year and by and large i think most uh, i know that a lot of the support product for the marine industry will make unveilings at lauderdale Mm mm-hmm most will hold off to Miami because that coincides with the Innovation of the Year Awards. So there are things that are unveiled and judged um, during that show that uh, then get these uh, special designations, if you will. Right. So so some people are to, moving their production to but see, match I, the shows, I'm, but why I'm not looking the at buy, If I'm looking at guys. buying a boat, yeah. as much as I... Okay, let's say I've got... Uh, Barry has been doing my taxes this past year. He has found me a bunch of money that I am able to go and pay for a boat with because he's awesome at the job that he does. Yes, he likes right, to create those slush funds. Yeah, he he uh, he he's done a little he's done a little offshore banking. He's uh, done no, a no, little, no, 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 no. he's done a little inshore banking. Um, you know, he's he's combed the couch cushions. Um, he he has gotten me enough money to where I can go and buy a boat and knowing what I know about the boat industry, I am going to wait until Miami before I make any decisions moving forward because I don't want to go and buy something now and then something even better that I could have bought is unveiled just six months later. Well, okay, so some of the manufacturers are waiting for the boat show to make their big announcements for the year, and then some of them aren't, is what you're saying. Is that right? Yeah, well, the product changeover, so product... Middle of the year, some boat manufacturers, they've updated gel coat colors. They've changed, you know, fabric colors, whether for cabins, for cockpits. Uh, maybe they don't start really marketing it effectively. Until no, they, the no, they, no, they are they are marketing it. Well, oh, I heard no, this underlining uh, vibe from you that is like, you know, why is the boat shows happen in the middle of the production season? Well, so you, I go back to my question. Why don't they change them to match? Some of them are, some of them aren't, I guess is what I, you're saying. I do, if, if I was doing it, I would think that. And, and maybe from a financial standpoint, Barry might have an idea. From a business standpoint, are we going January to December as far as our financial year? Or is it a little different? Does that play into when they introduce their product for tax purposes, write-offs, things of that nature? Well, yeah, Barry, you know, I always hear this like September is uh, the beginning of the fiscal year budget or something and different uh, well, that, that's for government. Uh, okay. At one time, some businesses had fiscal year ends that would be different from calendar year ends. Yeah, uh, That pretty much has disappeared. Uh, what I think that they're doing is that towards the end of the year, 
when people are kind of finalizing how much money they have left over, that's when they start looking at boats and possibly purchasing what I would call closeouts or last year's models because they figure they're going to get a discount. It's also near the holidays. You know, the uh, wife might say, I'm going to get my husband a new boat. Mm-hmm. Something of that nature. Yeah, and I want to be in the Christmas then, mood. Yeah, Go ahead and buy it. That's yeah. what I would look at. But again, and if, then you know, yeah. If I'm again, if I'm looking, I am probably going to wait to what I consider to be the preeminent boat show in in the United States, which would be Miami, to see the new stuff. So I'm exactly. gonna, I'm going to wait. Is but what not everyone, do. you know, some people, they want to save, they want to, so they get a boat that's a year old. Maybe the colors are a little different, but they don't see many changes. They're looking to save, you know, uh, 5, 10, 15% on the cost of the boat. Plus, you know, every year that they introduce new boats, there's probably going to be a price increase. So, oh, well, that, you know, that's sometimes. A, that, that's a given, mm-hmm. you know, but boats that well, are going to be. The same thing as in- cars. You know, people usually wait until the cars turn over. Some of them are going to wait and buy last year's model. Then some of them don't mind. You know, they're looking for the newest and greatest. So they'll wait until the big, you know, auto shows come out. Yeah. And I I think that's what I would be doing with with the boat show. And and to that, you know, middle of the production, middle of the calendar year, new product gets gets unveiled, you know, for the for the new calendar year. But yet Miami, there's going to be even for some manufacturers, even more new product. Or it could be new stereo systems, or it could be new radar displays. It could be you know new components that are unveiled and now are available for current production moving forward. So you go to Miami and maybe there's a new boat or uh, Fusion's come out with a new stereo system. And man, if I had just waited a month, I could have had this one, which for for sure for the next year is going to be the latest greatest before they go ahead and update it. You know, as quick as that, and that's one of the challenges is as quick as everything is evolving now in boat manufacturing is is there ever really a good time? Is it worth it to wait? You know, or do you just go ahead and take the plunge? When I got into the into the industry, stereo systems were. AM, FM, cassette. They had FM. They had FM. (laughs) AM, FM. And let me tell you something. The antennas for the radios were in the decks. So there was actually a little antenna key that you would get that you would insert into it and pull the antenna up out of the deck just so so it would look like your car. Mm, You are old. I am. No, no, I'm not. I've just been in the industry a lot. No, you're old. All right, we got more coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
Radio.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast fatten down the hatches aye aye sir man the mouse spread stow the mizzen mast jive the jib boob hoist the mainsail and lower the tattersail look sharp lad Pipe the starboard hatch the leeward thwarts and trim the scuppers of the port poop deck I'm sitting on the boat dock playing on my condo waiting for you to come I'm sitting on the boat This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so when is the best time to buy a boat? Uh, I think from that last conversation during the last segment there, Patrick. Uh, There's never a good time. Don't no, buy there is. one. Whenever you have money to buy one is the good time to buy one. Well, don't wait, I think, is uh, pretty much the answer. I, I, it depends on what you're looking for, you know, and unlike auto manufacturers where you'll get maybe some glimpses you'll see some stuff from test tracks you know you know there's a new mustang a new redesigned mustang coming out or a new uh ford bronco or or something like that so you're like you know what i'm gonna wait the six nine months because it's going to get unveiled and i don't want to get something that in nine months is going to look i don't want to buy something now nine months later it looks dated Mm -hmm. now with Prior to the break, when I was talking about just stereo systems, the reason why I bought that up is really the first 10 years that I was in manufacturing, stereo systems, you know, it was if you had four speakers in your boat, you know, you that was crazy. You know? but, but again, we're talking AM, FM, cassette. Mm-hmm. And then we got the AM, FM radios with the built-in equalizers. You know, and more and, toys, more bells, more yeah, whistles. But, but again, the the pace of change was a lot slower. Yeah, you know, there was a time with when yachts, the stereo systems were actually what was going in there in the cabins were Kenwood stack units, like you would have in your house. You know, that's what you found: the tuners, 
the six stack CD, you know, CD turntable, you know, all that stuff. That's what was going in the yachts. And it took a while for manufacturing, if you will, to, to kind of catch up. And now the pace of change is really it, it it's it's ongoing, it's constant. You know, when we were talking with uh, Fusion Marine, um, you know, a month or so ago, right? Um, alluded to that, and something Barry and I were talking about, you know, during the commercial was electronics. You know, and the thing with electronics is, let's throw Garmin out there because Garmin is somebody that I'm um, I'm working on getting an interview with with them in regard to their systems, um, glass cockpit for Volvo Penta and their standalone systems. These units that are in, even if you've got a unit that's five years old, chances are, I mean, you can do the upgrades to it, you know, via their website and stuff. So you can keep these units, you know, current without changing the whole unit out. Mm-hmm. They're flash upgradable. Right. You know, like the operating system in, uh, on an iPhone or now, something. That, that's true. But yeah. here's for the consumer out there and for somebody like Barry... This is the caveat, if you will. If you've got an older system and you decide, oh, you know what? I'm, hey, I didn't know I could upgrade that, and I, I get a hold of Garmin, and oh, here's how I do the upgrade and do do the uh, you know flash the system. All your stuff is going to change, just like it does on your phone. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, your icons have changed, and things aren't where they were, and you know it, you may wind up with more features. You know, the, the unit will actually do more, but everything has changed, and that really winds up upsetting people um, like it does with phones. Well, it depends on the product. If they make a good product, if the upgrade is good, if they're doing the right, making the right moves, people will appreciate but, it. But that, no, but what I'm saying is it's changed, and this is to Barry's point, it's changing so fast. They are doing upgrades just like with phones. It's a constant. It's an industry of unto itself to be constantly coming up with updates and new features to load into these systems that, you know, you, you could really kind of maybe once a year going into whatever manufacturer you have, whether it's Raymarine or Garmin or what have you, uh, even Fusion Stereo Systems, any of that stuff, and doing that with Battery chargers, you're being able to do it with those now, too. The era of dumb chargers is long gone, and I miss dumb battery chargers. You know, I, I really do. The new ones are great. Well, you like dumb everything. Yeah, I do. He's no, here no, no, with us, guys, especially blondes. But Whoa! Um, it, smart battery chargers are not always good. They see a battery, they think it's defective. And and they won't do what they need to do, whereas you could take a dumb charger and bring a battery back. Yeah, the only problem with the dumb chargers is they don't know they're done charging. So, Well, yeah, it's in, the same as a, a smart cockpit. It doesn't know it's about to hit the rocks, so yeah. you have to be there. Right. So you, you, the, the, the fact that you could cook a battery becomes a very real thing versus a smart charger, which can go into uh, float mode, um, trickle charge. Or, you know, just kind of powers itself down until it senses that a battery needs a charge. But the chargers now, you can differentiate between the different battery types. Um, You know, they're downloadable, upgradable, just some really, really neat stuff. But it gets to be 
man, I just want to get in my boat and turn the key and I want to go. I don't want to have five remotes like at my house where I got to, this one is for the Roku and this one's for the TV and this one is for this and this one's for the sound system. You know, I just want to turn the key and go and enjoy my time out on the water. Well, I just got the new iPhone uh, XS Max and there's an app for that. Of course you did. Um, Early adopter, yes. So for some people... They, that are really into the technology, it's Thank not that big. It's not that big of a deal. It's not. I'm with, I'm up with the '90s. For for other people, it's they just don't they don't want to have the hassle. They just want to go and boat. That, that's a uh, old crotchety. They want something char- simple. Character. Yeah. yeah. Well, that gets us Barry back to, and I'm completely ignoring Greg in case you haven't noticed. That's um, yes. one of the other characters. So Barry, that proper, that yeah. that gets us back to our off. Uh, told discussion about um dumb boats you know and their value um to boaters such as yourself and even to me as much as i love the new product out there i i still kind of harken back to the days of you know simple analog gauges simple switches simple battery chargers carbureted engines you know actual moving cables shifter cable throttle cable steering cables that if it breaks and i'm out on the water it not only can i get us back um safely you know into port but i can fix it you know without right. it becoming a, a a an issue where it's all fly by wire and not that there's anything wrong with those systems they're great it's more of a preference yeah i would suggest not calling them a dumb boat not very impressive to say you have a dumb boat. You hear what I'm saying? Come on. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, who is the proud owner of a dumb boat. And so uh, it's something he's proud of, but I'm not so sure that it impresses his friends, let alone uh, the boat fluff. You don't have much boat fluff on your boat, probably because you have a dumb boat. I'm just saying. It's a simple boat, and actually, there's a lot of technology on my boat. Well, there is, but you guys are calling it a dumb boat. Well, I uh, maybe you come up with a better name, more impressive name. Easy to handle. Easy to handle. Doesn't require an owner's manual that's three inches thick. Okay, you're one of those guys that comes up with a website for your for your company, and it's www. Barry does your taxes and doesn't get you put in the jail. (laughs) dot com, and it's like, come on, man, just make it simple, would you? Yeah, that's okay. why I say dumb, dumb is not a, a necessarily a bad connotation in, in this regard. Dumb is as it refers to the systems, and the systems on the older boats would be what you consider dumb as compared to what is currently out there. All right, how about dumb simple in, boat? Simple boat for a no, simple sim- man. No, simple, simple to me denotes slow. Hey, he's really oh, okay. simple-minded. Well, dumb no. doesn't? No, not okay. in this regard. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, I don't know. Well, then I'm not going to say I'm not going to say easy. No, don't. Oh, do you're that. easy. Come on, don't lie. 
<laughs> we know Barry. Besides Barry, I'm trying to get some kind of a tie-in with Disney with the dumb boat. Yeah. Dumbo. Oh, oh, the movie's oh, coming uh, out. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. thinking about money. I got a Dumbo. What do you got? Do you got? No, yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. So... Barry was talking about, you know, his he he upgraded his stereo system, which was probably his his latest uh, bit of of technology that he put into his boat. And what he had in there, of course, was an AM FM CD. And we were talking it's CD players in in small boats like that um, never made much sense to me because if you're out anchored somewhere or just drifting, you know, it's it's fine, but. If you're if you're planning on listening to that, um, you know while the boat is bouncing across, you know two foot chop at forty five miles an hour, they don't handle the vibration. Yeah, that, that doesn't well, do real well. Well, well they, no, he, he did, got no, with the nineties, uh, and now he has a little MP three stick playing. Next thing you know, he'll be streaming. Less simple, <laughs> less dumb. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and uh, Barry the Boater. Billy Joel up there with the uh, Down the Easter Alexa. I'm going to be up in that neck of the woods in a week or two. You'll hear all about my little uh, boating adventures. I might even go lobster uh, hunting like uh, with Maine lobsters and stuff. Off a boat. Now, I ain't getting to get in the water. I'll be on a lobster oh, boat. That, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. no, no, no. Chances no. are I won't even get on the boat. I'm just going to eat them. <laughs> See, now, that would be a fair fight. What do you mean? You in the water going after Maine lobsters. Oh, I could do it. I've caught crawled ads when I was a kid in the in the cricks of Cincinnati. Uh, no, 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 no. What do you mean? No, no, no. no. Yes. Maine, lobster, Maine lobsters right. are like... Just grab them from the back where they can't get they the claws. Have claws. Yeah, but you grab them. You you grab them from the back of the uh, carapace. Sure. Meanwhile, there's another another ten are coming right up behind Greg. No, no, <laughs> I could do it. You, I'm just not. You talk a good it game. You're just not going to do it. No, I, I talk. Uh, uh, well, I talk a real game because I know I probably will not get in the water because I know how cold it is. I, I thought nothing stopped. You have a dry suit. Yeah, I thought nothing stopped bother, Greg the lobster I'm not slayer. Do that. Why would I want to bring a dry suit up up to that? Every I mean, no, no, no. Wasn't isn't wasn't your motto? I'm not even going out with uh, divers. I'm going out with lobster uh, commercial lobstermen. Yeah, but wasn't your motto "No lobster in the world is safe" from Greg the Lobster Slayer? Well, yeah, that also entails eating them. If I see a lobster, chances are I'm going to eat it. All right. Well, I, until it doesn't I, mean I'm going to catch them until until I see. I might pic- let the catch into someone else and until just I, watch. Until them. I, I see pictures of you in the waters up off the coast of Maine going after clawed lobsters, um, we will see. Yeah, I, I, those I, lobster boats are I, those dumb boats. Those are dumb boats as well, aren't they? Depends on how they're set up. Well, they Technology. look pretty old. Let me tell you something. Some of those they do lobster boat races. 
a few times a year. Yeah. Some of those lobster boats are wicked fast. Ah, had to work that in there. Yeah, Boston, yeah. No, they they are. Some of those wicked things are fast, like man. crazy, you know, because it's all about getting out to uh, the pots, you know, pulling their traps and, right. you know, getting them back in. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on how their technology is set up and what kind of engine systems well, they have. Well, I'll let you have. know because I'm going to go hang with you them. You know, there are new days. lobster boats being made, I mean, every day. I mean, all the pictures I saw were all these old beat-up, rickety-looking lobster. Yeah, but know, that's crawl- all for the crawlers. tourists. When you actually go out. Well, that's like what the, I'm going to be that, as that, that's what they. That's, yeah, but that's what they show all the tourists, the actual lobster men. They go out. It's like, uh, did you ever see the movie Doc Hollywood? Uh, Michael yeah, J. Fox, like, yeah, I remember. where he, he wrecks his Porsche and goes into the garage, and he thinks he's in this little backwoods town. He goes into the automatic guy unveils a supercomputer, and mm-hmm. you know he's, he hops on the internet and he's finding all the parts and stuff like that. And that's kind of like you that. go around the corner, and all the real lobster boats are sitting there, you know, turbocharged, supercharged engines, modern electronics, probably fully automated, manned by robots. Ah, uh, well, that'd be cool to see too. But I think I'm going. Uh, <laughs> Doing the old school tour of uh, lobster boats, but uh, I'll let you know in a couple. Yeah, weeks. please don't. No, I will. Patrick, would you, you count like how many not? fingers Greg currently has? I got ten no, right he, here. No, he's here got are. one. Is one he's showing me? Yeah, well, that. Yeah, <laughs> you are number one, Patrick. Never forget it. He only ever shows me one finger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how many he comes back with. Yeah. But uh, all right, so we've figured it out that at least we shouldn't call it a dumb boat. It could be a simple boat. No, we didn't figure it out. I'm go. I refer to them as dumb boats for the sake right. of whenever we talk about this particular subject, which is unfortunately going to happen more and more. Uh, I'm going to refer to them as dumb boats, but it's not a it it's not a bad connotation. It is well, just, if you say so. If Barry uh, ever decides to sell his boat and says, "Hey, dumb boat for sale," it, I'm thinking that's let, not going to work. Let, well no, no. Him. Let me tell you something. A savvy boater will know exactly what he's talking about and, and will jump will all over that. Totally lowball him. No. <laughs> Because he'll know. It's like, ah, hey, that's a dumb boat, all right. We talked about that on a previous show. That boat has, not only does it have value to to Barry and his his family because it's paid for, but for a consumer out there that's looking for a very well-maintained, frequently, religiously serviced vessel, you couldn't do any better than probably what, what the surprise well i'll tell you he is barry dumbay barry i was gonna say barry dumboater dumboater no let me tell you what kind of technology i have just in case you didn't know all right i have my vhf radio mm-hmm. i have my depth sounder i have my gps in color i have uh my eperb it's a personal eperb but it goes on the boat um what else now do you wear and the eper do you wear the radio e-per- do you wear the eperb yeah. when you're out i wear it on my uh pfd excellent that's what he calls yeah. it or what that's what the wife calls it <laughs> and also the uh fusion radio so i have all the technology that i need for all that little cool boat stuff. yeah and it's all easy to work with so it's yeah. an easy to work with but boat. the dumb boat elements that you're talking about patrick have to do with the actual um, control of the well, vessel, the, how the, the technology, outboard so versus inboard, some, and all that stuff. Well, right? I mean, right. yeah, I mean, we're we're moving into the era of of joystick steering, right? Um, 
remote piloting. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry could get a joystick uh, module for his vessel, couldn't you? Everything has become black box. It's become a black box boat, which is fantastic as far as technology is concerned. But for the person like me who likes to do his own repairs, like I could tear apart my engine. It's a two-stroke motor. It's carbureted. The only thing electronic is the ignition. Uh, and that's it. So it's simple to work on for me. But what if you, but, I mean, could you get a module to make that a joystick-controlled uh, outboard? Why would you? Well, it'd make it exactly. easier for him to... No, uh, it would not. You would have to put in power steering, and then you'd have to put in the computer that runs, you know, for the joystick. It's a black box. So that's that's added weight and added materials and added things that can go wrong that you cannot fix out in the water. Yeah, if you knew what the boat, what the engine manufacturers charge for just the um docking joystick not even the, the one that you know Volvo Penta's unveiled where you know it's actually joystick steering mm-hmm. but just for you know your something your, to control like bow thrusters and stuff well, like no, that well no not to control bow but to, to to for your your docking and close quarter maneuvering in it yeah. that is really 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 expensive yeah and then if you get into the outboards again twin engine outboard you know you're going like with yamahas and you're doing the optimus um you know joystick again extremely expensive but that'd make it super dumb no yeah well you're dumbing down the uh control factor of the vessel uh so it see it works against your whole idea of calling it a dumb boat no, because you boat. you could be a much dumber person well, to that, operate the vessel. But we, we've talked, yeah, but so again, that's, that's not no, done. I mean, but, but again, we we've talked about this, Greg. Where if we are, if we make it so easy that skill isn't required, and when those devices eventually fail. Or when the robots take over and the satellites go out, mm-hmm. you won't be able to operate these boats. You won't know what to do, how to maneuver them, because you haven't bothered to learn a very valuable skill set. And I've said it once, and I will say it every chance I get. Every time I go out on a boat, if I'm not learning something new, especially as quick as the technology is changing, and this is from a manufacturer's standpoint, if I'm not learning something new, if I'm not polishing, if I'm not taking time to polish up on a skill, it's a wasted trip out on the water. Hmm. So dumb boats make better boaters. Yes. And smart boats... Made dumber boaters. Smart? No, I don't know that it makes you dumber as much as um, more complacent. Okay. More reliant upon the technology and not bothering to learn a set of skills that 15 years ago you would have needed. Can you operate a sextant, Captain Patrick? I can operate one. Can I? Can I? Can I chart? Um, with a uh, doing celestial nav, not yet, but that is on my list. Mm-hmm. I mean that that listen, I, I find people who are able to do that. Uh, I'm quite envious because it's a it's a skill that I have not mastered yet, but it's on my list because that gets you back to the very very beginning basics of navigation well yeah but if you're really good at a sextant 
can can you just navigate by the stars? Sure. Yes, you can. And the you Navy don't have requires your sextant. But what if you don't have your sextant? You've relied on the technology of the sextant, but now you don't have it. If you if you're familiar enough with celestial nav, you don't need the sextant. Oh, can you really go without your sextant? Uh-huh. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you don't have a clue what it is like now to basically there's two ways to turn a boat there's coming about, which is turning into the wind, and there's jiving, which is turning away from the wind. Now, jiving is something that you never want to do with a rookie on board, so let's give it a shot. Well, wait, 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 wait. Why is jiving bad? It's not bad. It's just fun. Jive, oh! Come on, man. Let's get over there. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Very dumb boater. Rounding out the crew. All right, so if you... Uh, have a sextant. It's in your glove box or your vessel. You should know how to use it if you have it. And if you're relying on that, then you, your backup is just the stars. Is well, that right? Look, I, I watched. I watched the series Vikings. Um, yeah, they they just did it with a. Is that uh, as good as Black Sails? I don't think so. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You know, you never watch Black Sails. I watched the first episode. It took me about four days to get through it. Of course, it could have been about, maybe I could have done it in five minutes if I had taken out all the sex scenes. <clears throat> Apparently, pirates had a lot of sex. Uh, why do you watch TV, let alone cable? That is, it's, it's <laughs> arguably the worst show that I have seen. Wrong! No. All right, right. so, well, but Barry has a boat. Or, I mean, a book. He has a boat, too. But what, what is this book? You, you were saying okay, the, that the guy uh, did what now? Go, go find the book called Adrift by Stephen Callahan. And he was in wait, a... Wait, wait, uh, was that the movie with Mandy Moore? As I waited for the book. And I don't know. It was kind of boring, I thought. About this well, couple adrift at sea. He he is a he's uh, sailing a, his own vessel yeah and uh, he gets shipwrecked and he's out on a uh, those emergency life rafts for seventy six days mm. and he managed to plot his position he built himself a simple sextant so he could do his sun sightings every day uh, and that that's how he was able to plot where he was drifting to but and why would you even care. Up. At that point, you're just drifting. You're just hoping somebody finds you. Gosh, I really because, hope I get to Hawaii. Oh, please. Because I mean, if you have something to look forward to, it gives you uh, the will to live. I, I see. I'd be thinking about steak. And uh, It's a great book. You ought to, uh, if you don't have it, go take it out at the library and read it. It's really interesting what he did to save himself. That uh, sounds like an interesting read. Usually they rely on eating the other person. Yeah, well, they only no, found one. There was one, no other person, yeah. as far as we know. <laughs> exactly. I was by myself. Yeah, I was shipwrecked alone. <laughs> These bones over here. Don't worry, but they were in. The, they were in the raft. Fish bones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, she was uh, delicious. The uh, U.S. Navy reinstituted celestial nav for midshipmen in 2016, and quartermasters and junior officers in 2011. So. Pretty much, your deck officers and you know are going to be everybody's going to be up to date on celestial nav. Got to have they're, backup. They're, they're uh, preparing for the apocalypse where we have no. no power it's and, you know after they had those four incidents you know in the Pacific you know that they were like solely reliant upon the computers, technology, and, you know, mm-hmm. satellites, and you know GPS and. You know, you got to go out. You got to, you know, take your bearings. You got to, you got to chart by the stars and know exactly where you're at. Go back inside, plot your course, you know, and keep that chart updated. Um, Otherwise, bad things happen Mm. because we all know small boats, you know, they, they, there are no breaks. And on your larger, uh, naval craft, Mm -hmm. um, not only there aren't breaks, you're talking about miles before they, they, can stop yeah well that's probably a good plan good backup plan to have in place all right so we just have a little bit of the time left before we have to circle back to the dock there Pat. well that gets us back to where we originally started the show which was do's and don'ts for boat shows yeah. and we got way off course so you know as you're getting ready to head out to the boat show things to remember take a pair of um let's say, shoes that can be easily taken off. You know, a lot of manufacturers, a lot of uh, dealers that are out there, they're going to probably request that you take your shoes off prior to boarding their boats. Uh, be, be aware of that. Um, some have even gone so far as to uh, uh, having booties, uh, you know, those little Tyvek uh, uh, paper mm-hmm. plastic booties available so that you don't have to take your shoes off. You can just kind of slip those on. Uh, know the questions to ask. If you're going to a boat show... 
the thing that everybody seems to be so focused on is warranties. What kind of warranty does it come with? Be aware of the warranty coverage. Be aware of the individual components in the boat, what those warranties are. You know, from a manufacturer, they may have, hey, we warranty the inst- we warranty the installation of the components for a year, but you know what? This Fusion Stereo, it has a three-year warranty from the manufacturer. The Garmin unit, it's got a five-year warranty from the manufacturer. The engine manufacturer, you know, there are all these so many components that make up even a small boat like Barry's, up to your larger yachts, be aware because the dealer, if you if you come across a dealer and a salesman that knows that stuff, that's the dealer you want to buy a boat from. Yeah. So do your homework before. Do, well, do your homework. And then but, you can quiz, quiz your sales guy and find out if he know really the, knows Know the stuff. questions to ask. I mean, if yeah. they tell you, hey, everything's covered, it's about a stern warranty, Walk. Run yeah. away. Yeah, going back to the shoe thing, though. Also, not only should you uh, wear comfortable shoes that you'll have to take off, but uh, wear cheap ones. Yeah. yeah, or really dirty ones so that no one will steal them. Yeah, because I had mine stolen. I was at, <laughs> at, at the uh, Miami What ha- What show. have you not had stolen at the Miami Boat Show? Well, that's they just broke part in, of they the broke into your, They broke into your into truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they stole your Columbia shirt. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. stole your shoes. Yeah. Apparently, somebody stole your heart. Uh, well, the wife did, and she wasn't there at the show. That so. explains the scar. Wear cheap shoes, something you can sacrifice. All right, and on that note, we'll leave it. Till next time, remember whether it's sail or motor, life is better. Life is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. Don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.